A quick warning before we begin tonight's episode. Deuteronomy 25 discusses what I call Old Testament justice, which by today's standards and practices may seem a bit more brutal than what we are used to. So please take care with tender hearts or sensitive ears. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Bible Bedtime. This is Season 5, Episode 239. My name is Dana and I am your host. And in Bible Bedtime, I read the Bible in a way designed to help you drift off into heavenly sleep. I read a full chapter of the Bible in each episode and follow it up with another reading. And in season five, I'm reading from the book of Psalms. And we finish each episode with the Lord's Prayer. A quick thank you to all of you regular listeners who stuck with me over this short break that I took to enjoy the holidays and take some time with my family. It was all in town and we had a wonderful time and during that time I did play some encore editions of Bible Bedtime. I went back and forth on whether I should do that or not, but just felt like the right thing to do. Let me know what you think. You can always email me at BibleBedtimePodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook, Bible Bedtime Podcast. You can send me a message. If you're on Patreon, I definitely read those. I appreciate the kind, lovely messages I receive. One of the consequences of having joyful, wonderful gatherings at the holidays with lots of families and friends getting together is a chance for illnesses. And I am definitely someone experiencing that. So if my voice sounds a little different tonight, then that's why I am at the tail end of some sort of respiratory virus that I thank God was not horribly serious, but definitely made its way through our family over the holidays and interrupted a lot of the plans that I had made for my time off. Isn't that how it seems to go? And the first few days that I was not feeling well, spending a lot of time in bed or just lying on the sofa, 
I was pretty resentful. After all of the work and weeks of preparation, of joyous times with the family at my house, I was planning to have several days where I could clean and organize and do some projects around the house. I was really looking forward to that time. And I'll admit that as I felt worse and worse, that I began to get a little resentful. I felt that I was maybe even being robbed of some time that I needed to have the home that I think I should have. God works in some mysterious ways. About day three, or I should say night three, <laughs> I'm still not being able to breathe very well. I finally realized that sometimes it might take actually getting sick for me to slow down and appreciate the blessing of not having to finish a to-do list. I spent the next several days reflecting and meditating on God's purpose. Now, I'm not saying God wanted me to get sick. It just happened. But God never wastes anything that happens to us. And I learned over the last few days to maybe even appreciate that time I was given to sleep 14 hours a day and allow my family to take care of me. It was a humbling experience. And instead of being frustrated by it, I now feel blessed by it. I found myself giving myself my own speech about how there's nothing else that you need to do today. Right now, as you settle in at the end of your day, know that you have no more requirements except to accept the rest that your body needs. So put away any distractions. Snuggle up into your favorite sleeping position. Get the covers just right. Nestle your head into your pillow. And join me if you can by taking three deep Two. 
May the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Deuteronomy 25 When men have a dispute, they are to take it to court, and the judges will decide the case, quitting the innocent and condemning the guilty. If the guilty man deserves to be beaten, the judge shall make him lie down and have him flogged in his presence with the number of lashes his crime deserves. But he must not give him more than forty lashes. If he is flogged more than that, your brother will be degraded in your eyes. Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. If brothers are living together and one of them dies without a son, his widow must not marry outside the family. Her husband's brother shall take her and marry her and fulfill the duty of a brother-in-law to her. First son she bears shall carry on the name of the dead brother, so that his name will not be blotted out from Israel. However, if a man does not want to marry his brother's wife, she shall go to the elders at the town gate and say, my husband's brother refuses to carry on his brother's name in Israel. He will not fulfill the duty of a brother-in-law to me. And the elders of his town shall summon him and talk to him. If he persists in saying, I do not want to marry her, his brother's widow shall go up to him in the presence of the elders. Take off one of his sandals, spit in his face, and say, This is what is done to the man who will not build up his brother's family line. That man's line shall be known in Israel as the family of the unsandaled. If two men are fighting and the wife of one of them comes to rescue her husband from his assailant and she reaches out and seizes him by his private parts, you shall cut off her hand, show her no pity. Do not have two differing weights in your bag one heavy, one light. Do not have two differing measures in your house, one large, one small. 
You must have accurate and honest weights and measures so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. For the Lord your God detests anyone who does these things, anyone who deals dishonestly. Remember what the Amalekites did to you along the way when you came out of Egypt. When you were weary and worn out, they met you on your journey and cut off all who were lagging behind. They had no fear of God. When the Lord your God gives you rest from all the enemies around you, in the land he is giving you to possess as an inheritance. You shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Do not forget. Psalm 21 O oh Lord, the king rejoices in your strength. How great is his joy in the victories you give. You have granted him the desire of his heart and have not withheld the request of his lips. Selah. You welcomed him with rich blessings placed a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked you for life, and you gave it to him. Length of days, forever and ever. Through the victories you gave, his glory is great. You have bestowed on him splendor and majesty. Surely you have granted him eternal blessings and made him glad with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord through the unfailing love of the Most High. He will not be shaken. Your hand will lay hold on all your enemies. Your right hand will seize your foes. At the time of your appearing, you will make them like a fiery furnace. In his wrath, the Lord will swallow them, and his fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth, their posterity from mankind. Though they plot evil against you and devise wicked schemes, they cannot succeed, for you will make them turn their backs when you aim at them with drawn bow. Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. You will see and praise your might.
Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. Now it's time for you to go to sleep and sleep well. Sweet dreams. Thank you.